The Next Level Life podcast is all about mindfulness, mindset, motivation, and conscious entrepreneurship. My name is Christine Corcoran, founder of Periscope Coaching, business and life strategy coach. Each week, I will bring you a new episode with a thought, insight, or interview with an inspiring thought leader or successful business owner to help you push past your fears, tap into your purpose, and inspire your soul. Ready to get started? Let's go. Hello, and welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. Today, I am celebrating some of the amazing women that I've had on the podcast over the last 80 episodes. I wish I could have all of them on this episode, but obviously that would go for hours. So I'm going to take little beautiful snippets of insights and understandings from some of the beautiful episodes that I've had of these women. And I want you just to allow yourself to celebrate the qualities that you notice in those that you admire, and then recognize that you already have those within you. This is in light of International Women's Day with an opportunity to listen and lift yourself up. No, I know that universe supports flow energy. It doesn't support stagnant energy. And if you've been given that download, if that inspiration, you are going to be given the next step of how to do it. You know, you wouldn't have received it if you weren't capable or worthy of acting on it. So it's just a matter of like, I got out of my own way and trusted that I didn't need to know the how or anything. I just like showed up and and did it and and just (laughs) the rewards paid off. And I have to keep reminding myself of that. If ever I get this new idea and they get bigger, (laughs) of course they get bigger and the fear might creep in, but it's just like, no, step up, get out of your own way, you know, face it, do it. And yeah, it's, the why like the why are you doing what you're doing I think everyone does what they do because they're supposed to you know um Mm -hmm. and especially when it comes to things like Botox and spending money on really high price items that you um that don't make you feel good Mm -hmm. uh like what is something making you feel better or like truly better or is it just giving you a quick fix and yeah, understanding the why, because I don't begrudge anyone who chooses it. If they really choose it and it makes them feel amazing, go for it. Yeah. But if it depletes you, um, just question that why, you know, where is that coming from? What, what is it that I'm seeking? Because quite often you're seeking, you know, contentment, joy, love, peace, which is inside of us, not outside mm-hmm. of us. And once you realize that and click back into that truth, you're mm-hmm. like, Oh, I don't need that. I think the best advice is, you know, would, would probably be you can only do what you can do, which I know that sounds really silly, but I think we all put an awful lot of pressure on ourselves to do all the things and to be everywhere. And we look at people who are far down the game. We don't know what's behind the scenes. We don't know their financial situation. And, you know, they look like they're doing this amazing stuff, but you, you, they could be miserable. So I think we put too much pressure on ourselves. We can only do what we can do. And usually it's enough, you know, so that's pretty twee but I think it's important to take mm. that pressure off yourself because you, you make yourself miserable. And then when you're miserable, you're not productive. And then it's, you're doing even less than you could usually do. Um, and I think for someone who's struggling and I, I think, you know, you need to really look at why you're struggling and what you want to achieve. And you need to give yourself a time period because look, running your own business isn't for everybody. That's why everyone isn't doing it. It is really hard. You have to be brave. You have to be resourceful. You have to be good at so many different things, you know, beyond what your actual core skill set is, you know, become an accountant, a marketer, a diplomat, a speaker. It's 
it's really hard. Um, so I think you have to enjoy the process. I don't know if you've read the book, um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F. Um, mm -hmm. Love it. And, and, you know, he talks about how you've got to enjoy the process, not always be thinking about the end results. Mm. Um, you know, someone who wins marathons enjoys running. Mm. You know, if you don't enjoy running, you're never going to win a marathon. So if you don't enjoy the boring repetitiveness of opening emails, reconciling your zero, posting things on Hootsuite, if you don't enjoy that, then you're never going to get the end result because that is the process. So I think that would be my advice. Make sure that you really enjoy the process and you're not just doing this because you think it would be cool because a lot of the time running your own business is hard and boring um, sometimes it's great but a lot of the time it's just pretty hard and boring and I think people forget that you know yeah that that imposter syndrome that's a fabulous one so the wardrobe's been great for that for me actually because I, I listened the imposter it's still, the imposter syndrome is so deep within so much of our psyches, I believe. Mm -hmm. And um, so for me, hmm, that's a really good question. How do I do it? For me, I just keep coming back to who am I? What do I believe? And I'm here to serve. Like my greatest piece here is to serve. I was writing something this morning, actually, because I'm penning a book on wearing your worth. And... What, what, do you know how sometimes you get writer's block in, in anything that we do? And when it, I came to something that said something like, um, my gift to you is, and it was like, oh, it felt like just a damn broke. Because if I can think that it's a gift for others, which I know it is, then I can run with it. Mm. I can run with it. I can be with it. If it's like, it's, I, that seems to be contribution, serving, gift is, is what really mm, kind of pulls me alive. So I just keep reminding myself, yeah, I keep reminding myself that it's really selfish to hold something like this in because it's not anywhere else either. It's not like I'm doing something that someone else is doing. I haven't seen anyone else do this and I feel a responsibility actually to help women empower themselves from a different level. And that, more than anything, is the thing that has stopped me throwing it away. Because I think we all think about walking away from, yeah? yeah. We all, all think about walking away. Oh, my God, I've had so many. I'm done. Like, literally, can't do it. I'm done. I'm finished. I'm not comfortable in this. And, and, you know, as soon as I do that, normally within 24 to 48 hours, something happens that brings me right back to it. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And then I start to get woken up in the middle of the night with downloads for the book. And it's like, oh, <laughs> just leave me alone. And it's like, no, it's like, okay. So yeah, I'd, I'd say it's still, I, I, for me, it's, it's, I connect it with my highest values, which is around growth, contribution, service. And I, and I think one of the learnings from that was loosening our expectations of what business should have looked like. I think for us, we expected to be making six figures, seven figures by the end of our first year. And I think it's so easy to fall into that based on 
the way that we see other coaches or the marketing or, or, around people's businesses. Like, mm. You know, these success stories of how people did it in three months. But what you don't know is that they were already working in the industry and they had all of these contacts or they're just a complete fucking unicorn. Yeah. And, and those expectations will make that growth period so much harder than it needs to be. Mm. Because on top of how we're going to make ends meet and, wow, the learning curve is like, this perpendicular um you know we already had enough going on but on top of that we put and we're failing this this should look different we should be somewhere other than where we are and i think that just suffocated us for for quite a few years where yeah. it really did make that as opposed to just enjoying and being okay with where we were at like we were making ends meet we were able to support ourselves we didn't borrow any money to build our business so you know in many ways we were we were succeeding you know we were profitable very very quickly and so but we couldn't see that at the time because we had these expectations mm. and they were in many ways sucking the joy out of the whole process mm. and that ironically is when i mean i won't say this is what changed it because you know the truth is we're in our fourth year of business now it's also just we've been building a client base consistently and momentum. our reputation and momentum but also we've seen a huge shift this year because not simply because but we started to prioritize what do we want our business to feel like what are the passion projects we've always wanted to do so i've always wanted to write a book this year i've written a book coming out in April next year. Um, we've always wanted to do couples workshops. So this year we just started running couples workshops. We've always wanted to do a retreat. So in February next year, we're running a retreat. And wouldn't you know it, our business has doubled this year in, in terms of revenue, it tripled in profit. And I won't say it's simply because we just started doing what we loved, that would be oversimplistic. But I think there is a lot to be said for, we stopped worrying about what we should be doing and mm. what was gonna like, because we, we were told we had to have an online course. So we made an online course and we, we struggled through it and it, it didn't take off like we hoped it would. Whereas the things that we felt really good about and really passionate about have been really successful. So I think that has been a really big learning for us mm. is finding what is good for us, what really connecting to our why of why we started the business and allowing that to shape our business decisions. If you're borrowing money, then make sure you've got a budget so you know when you're going to be profitable and what month. Um, have a strategy, a business plan, and also if you're jumping into social media, a social media plan. So before you do any action, any action whatsoever, I'd spend a good eight to eight weeks, three months planning, planning it all out, and then executing it. But then understanding the fact that sometimes the pathway may change, the goal doesn't, but the pathway may change. So being aware, self-aware of the fact that if you if something's not working for you, again, I'll talk about 90 days, then let's change it. So being fluid enough to understand that you need to change. But also, like if you've got if you believe in a service or, or the product that you're offering, like go out there, door knock, and keep door knocking until you get someone and then treat them like gold because referrals are the way yeah the way forwards in terms of growing that business and again help enough people get what they want you you get what you want your passion for whatever you're doing comes across because you actually care i think that's huge and that's how you get the sale right mm. so there's sales people out there that are focused on their targets and of course you have sales targets but it's sell 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 and they get the pushback but if you actually put the sale to the side and go what can how can i serve you what can i do to help you get better and mm. hold your hand on the way the sale just comes. It's like, mm. it's like a social sale.
Yeah. And lastly, if you're a business owner, don't be scared to be noisy if you're confident. <laughs> like, you've got to put yourself... And, and some people will not like me. They'll be like, she's too in my face, uh, too, she's too much. And that's okay, no problem. They're not for us. But the, the, the noisier you are with good purpose, you start to build that stickiness and that tribe and they'll be around you and you can start yeah. to grow. and the successful career that I've had, people actually think it's okay to then judge me and criticise me. Mm. Who is she to say that? And I go, I've got every freaking right to say it. Yeah, damn straight. <laughs> yeah, because you, you, we came for a reason. And I think that's what, um, that's what I want people to get is that it doesn't matter what happened. It's irrelevant, really. Mm. Yeah. What does matter is that you acknowledge yourself for getting through it. You keep a kind heart. And you know that every pain that you've had expands your heart, if anything. I think, I think in any, I actually don't dif differentiate. I think business relationships are exactly the same as personal relationships, mm. except the boundaries are a little bit tighter. Um, but I think, uh, I think a willingness to actually, and you, it ties into the last comment that we made, a willingness to see that other people are different to us mm. and then to modify our communication in such a way that is appealing for them. Um, and I think being truthful and then having the guts to sit in that truth. So someone else's reality of us, uh, that's really painful to do that in business. And I think, you know, I, I think with our clients, especially I want to share our truth, how we perceive them. And that's all it is. It's just someone's perception. But if it stings, I always go, let it stick. <laughs> If it stings, let it stick, you know. Second point is do the right thing. Mm. And I think every leader, we all know what the right thing is. We know the right thing to do with our customers. We know the right thing to do with our people. We know the right thing to do ethically. We know the right thing to do from a humanitarian point of view. We know the right thing to do when it comes just to communicating with that person who's emptying the, the trash for you. Do the right thing. And the third thing that he said was be kind. Yeah, kindness and cruelty take the same amount of energy. My mum used to say when I was little, you wouldn't worry so much about what other people thought of you if only you realised just how little they actually did. <laughs> that, that was, yeah, that was a regular of hers and I thought she was being so cruel when she used to say it and, of course, now I realise that it's actually the most profound thing you could possibly say because she's right. Um, uh, the best advice... Um, oh... I'll tell you the best advice I've ever heard and I've never said it um, publicly. I had a friend, I was going through some issues with my younger son and she said, if you say to a child, I love you, in the middle of an ugly argument, the, there's something in the brain that it has to go in. Yeah. Like it just go, yeah. And so I would say, you know, I love you. And I'd be screaming and yelling as well. I think I'm the innocent one. Um, and I, so I think the power of those three words, you know, that, that really that's all people want. They, we just want to know that, that our life matters, you know, and that we are loved and regardless, mm. you know. So, yeah. Mm. Beautiful. And I think that the best advice I think also is a, a verse out of a song that my girlfriend and I wrote, and the verse is we came here, we came to feel, we came to have fun, we came to have our heart broken. We came to love.
I think it's really important to um, really focus on connections from a face-to-face personal level. So I think we're, you know, I love the internet. My whole business is, is built around the internet. and But I think communication and relationships also need to be outside of that. And yeah. I think my the best relationships I've had from a business point of view have been where I've met someone face-to-face and actually had that coffee or mm. gone to a networking function. And whilst we might have engaged online, we've actually created a relationship face-to-face and Mm. I think that really helps um it's so easy to sit behind your computer and just email people and not even pick up the phone Mm. so I really believe that in business we need that that balance um so let's have a think a couple of challenges um one was doing things differently and having the courage to do it so what I'm doing is very different for the advice space so when I'm talking about being innovative that's great but you've also got to have that courage to say, hey, I'm standing out here on the hill by myself doing my own thing and being completely fine with that. Yeah. Um, that took some time to put myself out there and be confident with my message and, and feel like I wasn't going to be ridiculed or, or told I was unprofessional or any of that. So the self-belief thing, I could have got that a lot earlier, but that just came with putting myself like a toe in the water and then maybe yeah. the foot in the water. <laughs> I should have just jumped in straight away. Um I also created an online course, which is a six-week online course, and I took too long to do that because I'm a bit of a perfectionist and I, I wanted it to be everything, so I did all these extra workbooks and videos and I really should have just launched it and as a minimum viable product and then built on it as I went. <clears throat> so that's sort of another learning that if I were to do another one, which I'm not sure I will right now because <laughs> it was such an investment of time and energy, but I should have just um, yeah put something that I was – you know, pretty happy about and there's that whole saying if you're not embarrassed by what you put out to the world then you've left it too late so <clears throat> I really yeah. believe that actually I think you know if you have a tendency to be a perfectionist or to over deliver or overachieve then just be go easy on yourself put it out there and, and it might be more than what people are expecting anyway I want to talk to you about money but in actual fact it's I want to talk to you about how to use money because I've got all of these dreams and goals and I want to live a well and happy life so Mm. it's then just going well okay let's just understand what money really is it's a tool and then how can we use that tool to really create what we value Um, and quite often we can't even articulate what we value so it's sort of much more than just the money. What have I learned about myself? Literally everything. I always say that Delighted By has helped me become the woman that I always wanted to be. And I continue to become that person every day. It feels like I was telling you before we started recording that I feel like I'm in school every single morning. I'm in school of conscious business and I learn so much about myself. Um, Where do I even start? I guess I'm just really learning my true nature, you know, our true nature. It's not just mine. Like our true nature is calm. Our true nature is tapped in. Our true nature is abundant, creative, delighted by life, uh, connected to others and involved in, you know, with intimate conversation and intimate relationships. And so I'm, you know, in that I have learned to give myself deeper permission to thrive and which is why I just moved to Maui. So it's like, how can we do both? How can we serve the world in huge ways 
and make sure that we are thriving. Um, and so for my, my physical body has just like gone through the ringer in the last few years, but in the best way. And now I'm just like returning to exactly where I need to be in order to serve in a bigger way. Like I need to be grounded. I need to be surrounded in nature. I need to have quiet environment. Um, so it's, for me, business is all about personal growth. So that is what the entity has in store for you. Like that's the sole contract. It's between the entity and the human so that the human can grow and evolve. And so I would say two things. Number one, I, I said this already in this call, but just to really develop your intuition and how you develop your intuition is by asking very good questions. Ask better questions of your higher self, whether it's you put your hand on your heart, close your eyes for 20 minutes and just ask questions and then start seeing what really comes through there. And you'll be able to start noticing, is that my head or is that my higher self? And when you can do that, then you can come into contact with any experience and then become realigned. So even if you're freaking out or you're stressing out because you don't have enough clients, you can always sit down, put your hand on your heart, close your eyes and ask, what are you trying to show me? What am I being asked to lean into right now? What am I being shown? What is wanting to come up in me or be released in me so that I can be a clear vessel for the higher good of all? It's, it's asking these kinds of questions and then pausing long enough to hear the answer that is going to let you come back into your breath and into your alignment. So at the end of the day, if we're just trying to make our business work, that's not going to work out because our business, business is chaotic. You know, business is so up and down and it's all over the place and it comes and goes in the seasons. I mean, there's just so much. It's, it's chaotic in a good way. It's like the perfect disorder. It's the pure feminine when it comes to business. But for the human to be in alignment, we have to not focus on how do I make my business work and we need to focus on how can I be the kind of person that can hold this beautiful organization that is serving the greater good of all. How can I develop myself further so that I can speak more love, light, and truth into my products or services? How can I be the kind of person that can be an example for my clients? How can I be in deeper embodiment of pure, unconditional love and alignment? So it's like all of these questions, the more and more you ask those, the more down and in you go, which we talked about that in the ceremony, it's really just an inward journey and when you go there and you look there and you feel there and you be there long enough what happens on the outside especially in your business it's just it naturally starts falling into place yeah it was definitely just huge amounts of fear of will this work am i ready and you know like definitely that that fear of judgment for sure um you know, and, and, and feeling like, you know, I think it was just that under, underlying thing, you know, that not enough story, you know, am I, you know, qualified to do this? Am I ready to do this? Um, yeah, it was probably, yeah, just all of those sort of things. It was just that, that real fear of like, holy shit, I can't actually believe that I'm now doing this. It's, it's very easy and exciting to talk about your plans and mm. what you want to do, but when you're actually doing them is a whole nother yeah. story. And what do you feel you learnt through that? 
that you can do whatever you put your mind to, you know, and just that the amount of things I proved myself wrong over in the last three months alone has been probably more than I have ever done in my entire life. And, you know, last year was a big year for me, but, you know, the action that I've taken in these last three months is is huge and it's and it's changed me as a person and and to a noticeable extent you know I at the people that obviously went through that program with me and you know the feedback that I'm receiving now in the way that I'm showing up is you know everyone is just like look how far you've come like Mm. you know it's so visible in your energy in your face in your eyes in the way you speak in the way you deliver everything it's just because that layer of of belief was added in there and that's something that I never had before and it's something that I'm still working on for sure it's you know that's part of my Mm. evolving journey but and also yeah again like you know that 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 choice like I think you know I you know always remind the people around me and it's something that has really evolved for me in the past year is creating your own story you know and and I've watched you know some really powerful women in in this personal development space carve out their own story and not even even around motherhood like you know and the, and the birthing process is creating their own story around what that's going to look like for them and um you know just really being aware that despite how it's always worked or how it might have worked for everyone else or what your parents suggest it might look like or what your friends say works and what doesn't work like we really get to write our own story and what that looks like for us regardless of what anyone says or what's worked in the past and you know make it true for you like mm. what, whatever you want it to look like really craft a, a script for yourself and and make it what you want it to look like I think just don't be afraid to like I said choose your own story and really listen to your intuition you know that's something that you know I've really been working on doing lately and definitely across the last the year and I think that a large part of I think following your your intuition is you know sometimes you know whether you know you have a strong relationship with your intuition or not you'll have those little thoughts pop in or you'll have a little burst or an idea that will come to you and I think really taking action on that is enormous to not only build that trust with yourself but also to propel your intuition to keep coming through stronger and stronger and stronger is when you actually listen mm. to that little voice rather than push it away because the more you push it away the smaller you know the intuition is and that connection that you have with it is so and something I heard ages ago was um and I can't remember who said it but it was something like um if you don't um if if you don't make that change for yourself like you don't know who you might have inspired to do the same thing and like you're basically doing them a disservice because they might not start if if you don't follow what makes you happy because the following the breadcrumbs of joy really does lead you to where you need to be and it may not make sense at the time because I think for ages I was so sure of all the things I liked but I just could not see the through line and I couldn't see the umbrella of how they all fit together because I hadn't experienced it yet. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, in going to the bridge at the start of the year and in being, that was something that joyfully felt like a yes. When I experienced that, they all fell into place because I was like, oh, this is what it is. And then all these other things that I'd like, you know, content creation, photography, you know, writing, creating, you know, videos, um, helping people, supporting people, all those sort of things all suddenly just fell 
in under one umbrella and it just all made sense why I had been drawn to all of those different things that all looking at them individually don't mm. make a lot of sense and didn't feel like the right thing for me but yeah I would just say follow your joy and just let go of the stress of trying to find that out and also eliminate I don't know from your vocabulary because if you're saying I don't know I don't know I don't know it eliminates even the possibility of you finding out so eliminate I don't know follow your joy and just work on yourself and work on what you need to change in order to be the container for when that vision comes to you or that you know magic moment comes when when you figure it out that you're ready for it and you can actually start taking action wow i've just got goosebumps after listening back to all of those episodes and listening to all the magic the vulnerability the insights the understanding the learnings is just amazing so if you feel so moved to listen to the full episode that those snippets were taken from, I've created a list that's in the show notes. So feel free, if any of those women resonated with you that you'd like to listen to that episode, you can jump into the list and find the episode number. And I would love it if you could take the opportunity to leave a review on iTunes. It makes such a difference in me being able to get the message out to so many more women and to be able to get amazing guests on the podcast for you. And this week I have a competition. So head across to my Instagram and find the comment on the post for the podcast and you'll find an opportunity to win yourself something cool. So head across there and I'll speak to you guys next week. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.